chicken McNugget Shut the fuck up like pull together this thing and people say I love what you do you really create an environment where you just capture what it's like to be in a shed in Pine Grove on a Thursday night and I said you know what we're great at it it's a beautiful thing yeah but tonight what you're gonna see is you're gonna see a guy is not only a super fan but he's also a well-known long-time guest of the program. He's come all this way. He's brought a f uh, friend with him. He's Ty Great, everybody. Hey, Ty. Old friend of the show. Have a little tickle of New Limburg, right? Yeah, we're going to talk. He was just headlining in New Limburg in a clean show. Boo. But there's only one, only one way to talk to Ty, you know. How's that, Peter? That's the start of the show. What we do with think that we call the theme song, Michael. The theme song. Everybody live in the hey. Dutch Hall. 
We are Canada's only late night talk show and the greatest podcast ever to come out of Poolshed, Pine Grove, Ontario. Because of one reason and one reason alone, the greatest band in Canadian late night history, fresh off a hot gig. They nailed it. Where they said, Michael, oh, we yeah. don't need you tonight. We're going to kick ass. Yeah, they pushed me aside. The Nocturnal Emissions, everybody. This week, it is the Nocturnal Emissions in their purest form. Band leader Michael Ball on rhythm and backup vocals tonight. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, nice round of applause. Hello, I like Michael. it. All right. Beside him, the man that makes music for the show. You know, that's a cock on his hat, but he's a rooster in this room. Hello. That's Dave the Rooster Chatters, everybody. Ah. Yay. Uh, too close. Beside him, fresh off his beating by the Mexicans. Reluctantly beaten by the Mexicans. <laughs> I love the Mexicans. Steve Reluctant German is here, everyone. Suck it, Germany. <laughs> and back where he belongs is the balls of the nocturnal emissions. Swinging low. Whiskey West Higgins, everyone. Hey, West. And as per CRGC rules, tickling the skins is our own French tickler, Cap Belanger's here. Hello. And our guest tonight at the bar taking the place of Paul as bartender, as our guest, and as our director of the program, Ty Wright and Stuart Service are here. Hey, guys. Yeah. Big shoes to fill. Yes, and there's no, uh, I forgot to talk about the opening, so I'll do it myself. And I am the host of this program, Two Time. Two Time. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Hey, hey. Yeah. Thank you, Jane. Yeah. Peter. Jane applauded more for me than anyone else. I really appreciated that. I think I was supposed to be the one to introduce you as the host of the show. Is that Paul? Yeah, you were, you were Paul. I didn't go over that, Paul. But you know what? When you're in this tie costume, Paul, I don't know how to deal with you. It's the weirdest thing ever. I can't even, uh, I don't know. This is a real poke, uh, pokeroo kind of moment when Ty comes in because Paul disappears. Paul's like, Ty's here. It is he knows all my lines, and uh, I don't need to be here. But then there's some skepticism in the Dutch Hall community that maybe Tig and Paul are the same person, and that Paul's just wearing a Tig suit right now. He's in there. Yeah, Tig will just zip behind his his, <laughs> his ponytail, and it'll and Paul will come out of that costume. He's like, "Fuck, it's hot in here. <laughs> hot, as a, hot as a fucking cut in there, man." <laughs> there's, there's just so much room in there for more stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to tell you right off the hop. Now, the only reason I said that cunt word earlier, and I know people don't like it on the show. And, and right there. Which and word? Right there again, twice. That's twice I said it. <laughs> is because this is an E-rated program. Oh. Oh. And uh, because of what our listeners did this week, because of our feedback. Really? You, you guys are all caught fucking sleeping there. Yeah. Except for Wes. <laughs> except for Wes. Our listeners are filthy mouthed. 
this week mm -hmm. with the feedback. I said, Ty just came from a clean show at New Lambert Brewery. Yeah. And I said, well, then we'll make the whole show clean. That's all there is to it. And then all of a sudden, nope. one of our listeners comes in, uses clusterfuck. Mm. And I'm Whoa. like, well, if I got to read that feedback. <laughs> oh, the, you know what? I give props to everyone on that one except for Charters. What? That was late, buddy. It was late, and everyone else had it, and you were, like, <laughs> taking a break. If that was a wife in Ireland <laughs> in the 40s, it'd get kicked down the stairs. <laughs> you hear that, Charters? I did. <laughs> I'll try and be more on the ball. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> you know what I think about those millennials? I'm just Sorry, going on a fucking tangent. Sorry, Lori. Sorry, Lori. I'm going on a tangent here because this tangent just came to my head. Oh, wow. You know what about the millennials that bother me? Are you a millennial? Te technically, I'm a millennial, yeah. Okay. Are you a Stuart? Yep. Also a millennial. It's like 85 to 2000 or something This is my like theory I just had right. today about the millennials, and it's may maybe not even that original. You can tell me. Tell me if it sounds hack. But I think that the millennials, the reason that they're such, like, they're such nitpicky asshole like, people about all these like, r new rules that seem ridiculous. No offense, guys. No offense to you guys. <laughs> but uh, is, is uh, because they think they got, they got nothing else to fix. Because we fixed everything already. The baby boomers were terrible. They were terrible, right? We all saw it. We were their kids and stuff. We're still seeing it. Yeah. And we're like, we're not going to change those fucking guys. No. So we're just like, we're better. Bunch but of they're, shirts. But they're not listening to us. We got to wait for them to die or whatever because they're not giving us any roles of like importance. And then uh, well, until they do with Trudeau, and then he just acts like a millennial. Well, that's the thing. He's supposed to be a Generation X. I don't think you guys have fixed things yet because you aren't the old retired shits voting yet. Once you are, yeah. then your generation will be the ones fixing shit. Yeah, but this is what happens. Uh, my generation is also acquiring wealth right now. Yeah. And uh, as we acquire wealth, then we start to like want to keep it. Lean a little bit more to the right. So we don't care about everyone else because we work so hard for the shit we got, so we don't want to lose it, so we... Uh, Say fuck everybody else. I think that's every. I just need what I get till I die because I'm not going to work that much right. longer because it's horrible. <laughs> I just have to stop it. You know what I mean? Charters? Huh? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair to say about them, like that they don't have much to like. They're trying to tackle big issues. They think they're tackling big issues. Yeah. But really, they're just they're just clogging up traffic and then telling you not to say faggot anymore. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like because like we already uh, what I mean by we fixed it was. Not voting kind of way, but, like, from just, like, a tolerance standpoint, yeah. you know? Like, we were able to say, like, uh, ah, that stuff, our parents were, were like, the homophobia or, yeah. or the, the misogynistic stuff. We all saw it as being wrong, you know, because uh, it resulted in our parents, uh, as a generation, our parents divorced and our, you know, like, we we're the first children of the divorce because our dad was fucking his secretary because he couldn't get over the idea of a woman at the workplace that he couldn't fuck. You know, because that was like a new thing. Because before that, there was no women in the workplace because they said, how could you have a woman in the workplace? Everybody's going to want to fuck her. <laughs> and then they're like, this they is ridiculous. Yeah, it would never work. It would, it. It, would, it would ruin a productivity to have a girl in there because everybody would be lining up just to bang her. Oh, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were right if you left it to the men, right? Yeah. And, they, and they did for a long time. <laughs> that was the mistake. <laughs> You shouldn't have left it to the man. No. <laughs> They're idiots, right? They're just horny bastards. But if you take, and you took away, 
Anyway, that's I'm I get on another tangent on that that. But what I was saying about the millennials is millennials, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going past millennials. I'm going to my kids' generation, whatever they're fucking called. Unnamed. Unnamed. Aren't they gen- aren't they actually generation TBD? You guys are generation X. We're You're Y. We're millennials. Millennials yeah. were Y. Yeah. So there's Z. There's Z. There's yeah. There's yeah. Unnamed. Zedders. They're the aughts. They're the Zeddies. <laughs> they were born with, with a zero in their name or their year. Yeah. Yep. Isn't it good? It's crazy. Like in a year, any, oh, not quite. If. At the end, okay, so by the time pot's legal, the day that pot becomes legal, right, a year from then, there will be people able to vote that weren't alive during 9 11. Yeah. Man. Right? Isn't that insane? You just blew my mind. Bam. We're old as fuck. It goes so quickly. Yeah, and then sure you're just does. old as fuck. And you're like, what, what happened? When did that happen to me? That was other people. I'm poor Michael. He can't even take his hat off. It's just too shiny for the show. Yeah, it's tough to look. I was at. thinking about that with my forehead. <laughs> Should have powdered it or something. Yeah. Did you go to? Did you do Tough Mudder or something like uh, like that? Rugged Maniac. Now this is crazy because uh, Ty, no, no, Ty, you didn't. You're a big guy now. Oh yeah, 300 pounds. You're a big fella, but you weren't always that way. No, no, no. Were you athletic when you were younger? Yeah. Very. And uh, but then all of a sudden you just gained like a whole bunch of weight. Yeah, what? How did it happen? I uh, I got married. Yeah. And then uh, six months later I got a street racing ticket, lost my car, and then uh, I lost my job right after that. And got real sad. Oh, the sadness for, for a while. And then I went to school. I went back to college for software engineering. And then there you're just sitting, so you could be real sad yeah. at college and just eat junk Donuts. all the time and like i went i went from like two I, I i mean i put on like 10 pounds after the wedding pretty good yeah but so i was like 230 240 and i went up i, I ended up hitting 355 within the year wow. Wait, one year within a year yeah i'd say holy shit that wow, joke that's... that joke where i say i've got stretch marks you could drive a buick down i'm not kidding like i used to have stretch marks on my biceps because i went from a high school kid to a brick lay, like bricklayers laborer right yeah and then after that i got like I look like I've given birth to a litter of kids. It's <laughs> yeah. gross, but I've got lots of hair to make it worse. So that's I got stretch okay. marks on my okay. back. Really? Yeah, from growing too fast. Seriously? Yeah. Holy shit! You think your skin would keep up? Yeah, my lower back. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going this summer. I'm just gonna give it all I got." <laughs> Drinking I all the milk, eating all the broccoli. I don't like milk. I'm not a fucking cow. No offense to your whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! I drink. Stuart, a, I'll drink, drink human milk. milk. I would rather drink an old wet nurse out of uh, Peru, <laughs> like that's sitting there with, in really? a fucking jungle, and uh, I would go up to choice. her and I would be like, "Can I have a glass of your old lady titty milk?" I was down before I'm a he human. said glass. That's disgusting. A warm glass, curdled Peruvian <laughs> tit milk. Tit tit milk. milk. <laughs> before, because I'm a I'm a I'm a human, hmm. and that milk that's coming out of that human's tit. Is what? more suited for me. You sound like a vegan. Why right Peru? Now. Yeah, what in the fuck? Huh? Why I'm Peru? not a cow. Why he Peru? Because he likes cocaine. I always like Peru. I don't know. I've been watching him in the World Cup. Peruvians. I was really cheering for him today. I want to beat those dirty French, but they couldn't do it, eh? No, not quite. Could French not do strong. it. They don't, they, they look, uh, uh, they look like, um, like they're from another time. Peru? Yeah, Peru. Like they're behind. Yeah, like there's people I don't see very often. Like that's why I'm like uh, I like the World Cup because I get to open my eyes to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah. 
I think it's a big deal. You get to see some of the richest people in those countries and still go, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's what you got, huh? No, I like that. The, the people in the crowd are the richest people too, yeah. Yeah, every oh, the yeah. World Cup and the Olympics, it's always like, this is yeah. what the people from that part of the world are like. Yeah, the really hot like, people from that yeah. part of the world. They're always really hot. The girls are like just really. just gather the hot yeah. girls. From there there are a lot of hot yeah, because girls. you want to know why? Because hot girls always have money because. <laughs> They don't need much because they get it given to them. Yeah. Well, kind of, right? Right? It's like Jane, Jane works really hard, but she's hot. <laughs> oh, she's hot different. enough. That's different. But she's hot enough that she didn't have to work that hard. If you just wanted, if Aww. if you just wanted to be like a whore, like if you just wanted to like sling dick all day. Be long. an Instagram. What are the girls called sling now? Dick Instagram. There's Instagram <laughs> models. I was gonna Instagram say model. There guys are doing it going. now too. Yeah. Like there's there's That's whole like do. Patreons is like they, all they're doing is just getting donations from people. Guys it's crazy Andrew, shit. Which is hilarious because what happens when they turn like 26? Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, now you just look like every other schlub that's been doing yeah, but we, get to, and we get together for, for every years. Thursday, count the people in this room that are talented, that work hard, put a song together. We do this thing. People enjoy this program. Nobody fucking gives us nothing. <laughs> but they will, like, a guy that will, like, work out and then show a six-pack all day fucking day long, they'll, like, keep looking at his pictures. Oh, look, it's him by the pool now. Yeah. Oh, look, it's him, like, exercising. Son it's, is right. Oh fuck off! It's such a vacant, like a vapid existence. Like, and then they get they as as Instagram models, they get sponsored by people. So then they're just like, "Hey, I'm in this picture, but I'm wearing Calvin Klein underwear." <laughs> right? Now. Isn't that crazy? Ugh. Or I'm like, have so this gross. drink. Yeah. Oh, they're just like plugging products. Right. Oh, look I at me get all with my vitamins from my workout. That's got to be for the dumbest part of the population, the absolute sheepiest of the sheep, yeah, right? Yeah, but how, how many people do you like? That's most of the population. <laughs> I've been trying to. Deny what kind it of percentage so long, is it? But you, I think it's got to be like, like you look at all the commercials and stuff. That population's got like we've got sixty percent of the people could probably just go away. Like, I mean, uh, how like, many people... They're, not, they're, they're advertising to the lowest... Co- have, how many times have you seen a, a commercial and you're like, oh, that was really, that was really clever. I liked that. And it wasn't just like because it was funny or whatever. It was like, you're like oh, that's, that's exactly what product. I need. They're like, hey, here's the thing that you can put your socks on for. And oh, I didn't know how to put my socks on without that plastic yeah, yeah. thing. I always think, who would fucking buy that shit, eh, on those commercials? And then every once in a while you find a family that's just like... Right they in. buy all that shit. Yeah, and then you're online looking at these crazy yachts, and you're like, "What well, this? What does this guy do to have this crazy yacht?" Like, oh, he's the guy that sold the sock putter on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's why ridiculous. That. And so, like, well, do you find that in comedy that if you were to like, um, like, cheapen what you do to go to the broadest audience, if you were to do the pop music of comedy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> obviously, that would you would, would would that be a, a moral conundrum for you? Uh, I think, I mean, at this point, I think I could rationalize it. Like, if somebody was like, hey, look, you're going to have to do, like, just comedy pop, but we're going to pay you to do it, and then you can build up your... That would be... I'm early we're early enough now we could do that and be like, well, I need the money in this. Yeah, yeah. We need to do comedy. But if it, if it was one of those, like, you have to maintain this character in public and you can't go to open mics and do like work on other stuff you have to do this type of thing, that, that would be hard. But I think we're early enough that we could do it and everybody wouldn't super judge you. No, but I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying what is you, you could be you could be tied you could be Tig the cable guy, yeah, uh, who ends this show where he smashes a watermelon yeah. with the thing, right? Yeah, and he doesn't tell with my with my I smash the watermelon with my marionette. 
Yeah, and then you have a trunk beside you that you take out different things and you show it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, look at this. It's a windshield. And I'm like, uh, I'm not driving a car, but the windshield's in you front of me. Just, and you, I think you'd just be a husk. I, I would. <laughs> I think so. What? Because I don't, uh, I, yeah, you wouldn't, I don't think you'd be. And then last like act is puppets. Anything. Last act is puppets. <laughs> yeah. And then you end it with a magic trick. The crowd goes fucking ape shit. Simon Cowell loves you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You end up, uh, you got written a check for like a billion dollars. And then all of a sudden, your financial concerns are gone away. But you uh, you have to acknowledge the fact that you are a, a complete uh, uh, sellout piece of shit with can, no integrity. Can you stop after like a year and you've made that money and right. go back and try and earn your way back? Because that would be cool. Well, you look like a Bob Saget. Like what Saget did, right? Yeah. Family, family, family. And then he comes back and it was like, hey, it's Bob Saget. Oh, Jesus, it's Bob Saget. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like once you're done selling out, you got your money, then you do whatever you want. Yeah. That's the thing. If you're doing it for a short period of time, it's kind of like what I did with banking, right? Like I, I use them for like a short period of time so that I could be, I could become, so I didn't have to put up with that shit anymore. Yeah. If I was smart with my money while they were giving it to me, then I don't have to fucking do that forever. And that was the goal from the beginning. Because right. you, you, if you're going to, uh, you got to have an exit strategy if you're going to do something you hate. Well, you look at certain pop stars and stuff too. I don't know if this is going to sound really weird, but like Justin Timberlake... He kind of did that, right? Like he did all of the super poppy stuff, and now he's doing all the kind of he's doing. I mean, whether or not you like him, he's doing some cool stuff, yeah, and yeah. you can tell that it's what and it's on his own time. That's kind of neat. You yeah. see a lot of comics that'll do like a uh, um, like a sitcom that's just bullshit and it's not funny at all. I think it's more the corporate end or like the cruise ships and stuff like that that are for comedians. It's like, hey, we're gonna you you need to here's a check for you know more money than you can do anything with. Yeah. But you need to not say these jokes, these these jokes, or these jokes. Or, hey, you're going to be on a cruise ship, and you're going to whether or not you do yeah. the you have to do clean material, and no one likes you. Yeah, right. It's that sort of. They've had a long day, and yeah. they don't really want to listen to. I think it'd be, be I think you'd be heartbroken if you found out like you know Bill Burr started doing that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. But it if just, it was like one, if you found out like Joe Batello. Hey, he got a cruise ship gig. You'd be like, yeah, be of like, course Joe Patello's got a cruise ship gig. I was like, awesome good for Joe, man. Good yeah. for him, yeah. That's a good gig, man. That would be fun. I wish someone paid me to do Robert so. Beckham's going to really like watching him. <laughs> that's an inside joke that's really funny to me. Yeah, right? <laughs> if you saw Robert Beckham on a cruise ship, nobody would be like, what's he doing here? Like, that's now, the exact kind of guy that goes that on a cruise is, ship. I don't know how he fits on a cruise ship. That, that is true. It's full of Beckham's. Yeah. It's just like uh, people with a bunch of money that like sit in places that they're close to booze and food. <laughs> I like that. Not yeah. for a week at a time. I've done it twice. Once I was on a Disney cruise and it was fantastic. And then uh, once I was on a cheap ass cruise, uh, which was full of kids, but because it was cheap, you know, but uh, they had no programs for the kids at all because they were like, it's not for you. They just were. But everyone who had kids and was broke could afford this cruise. So they brought their kids on the cruise, right? But then they had no programs for the kids. They treated them like shit. So I went to like both. Disney Cruise was for the kids, but I liked it. It was for the adults too because they would always say, they know these guys got kids, so like we'll take your kids and then uh, they'll have a great time and then yes. and then you guys go to the adult playground and whatever. What's that consist of? Mostly what you think of, Michael. <laughs> dirty, dirty love. Just a bunch of wieners. Give me... Your fresh sheets. I remember fucking a starfish in <laughs> Bermuda. <laughs> the Bahamas. The little asshole. You go to jail for that. 
What? You can go to jail for that. Why? You can't fuck a starfish, Dave? I don't think so. God damn it. I thought it was in international waters. (laughs) (laughs) You know that puckered part in the middle of an octopus? There's actually a beak in there. You got to be careful. Oh. Uh, There's a beak in an octopus's mouth? Yeah, you got to. Pro tip. (laughs) (laughs) I would never. I I would never make love to an octopus because I just think. I just think they're ugly. <laughs> they can change colors and stuff. You're so shallow. <laughs> I just don't Seems do like it for me, work. man. That's a wow. sick water joke. It's not like a cuddle. <laughs> Still shallow. It's not like those sexy cuddlefish, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a fish is the grossest thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you saw a shape of water, right? No, I didn't see it. Neither did I. I, I just know know, know, I know, I know the premise, kind of. Yeah. But, yeah. That is weird. They fucked a, like a sea monster, right? I already told the story of my brother-in-law. I think wants to fuck a fish pretty bad because I saw him at Disney World and he was like all about Ariel and he's a real hunter fisherman, you know? And he was like, Ariel, 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 isn't she beautiful? Isn't she beautiful? I'm like, She's 14. Dude, you want to fuck the fish part, don't you? <laughs> Not even the, I don't even think he cares about the girl part. I think he just likes the fact that she's got a great tail. You know? He likes her before she makes the deal with Ursula. Yeah. Damn it, Ursula. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Fucking ruined it. <laughs> and Ursula is? An octopus. An octopus. Watch out for the beak, everybody. And also unattractive. Everyone would say That's right. you would not want to fuck Ursula. Correct? Yeah. And you could fuck Ursula because it's a cartoon. <laughs> it's not real. You're not going to go to jail for fucking a cartoon. Was Ursula the dark-haired one like I went on land or was that just just so happened to be a dark-haired girl on no, land? No, oh, did she, she turn into yeah, a woman? She, turned, she, yeah, turned, yeah. she was hot when she was on land. Was she really? Also probably yeah. 14 because that's how Disney movies were. If you, look in, weird. if you look into all the stories. Those eels would just be eyeballing you the whole time though. It would oh, be yeah. so uncomfortable. Hey, yes. I went on one of these like... Uh, we have a lot of collective Little Mermaid knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really weird how much Little Mermaid stuff we know. Well, <laughs> under the sea. Did you know that the poster for the Little Mermaid had a cock in the castle? Oh That's yeah, right. the original. Yeah, we Seriously? have a VHS with the yeah. cock on it. Yeah, if you look at the VHS cover, there's a. You look at the castle in the background. There's a big fucking cock oh, in yeah. it. Absolutely, a big oh. pink cock. Or hey, you can see the helmet yeah. clear as day. Those oh, animators yeah. were wonderful. hard the entire time. <laughs> yeah, let's give her a seashell, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see if we can slip this in. Okay, quick. We've done this before, but like Disney Princess. <laughs> which one are you fucking? Pocahontas, hands down. Oh, that's, oh. that's a good okay, one. Okay, well, solid that's a, choice. let's do this like a draft. Right. Dave called Pocahontas. None of us can go for Pocahontas wow. now. So now you got the remaining Disney princesses. The quicker you call it, the better princess you're going to get. It has to be a princess? Any uh, any of the ma- female lead in a Disney cartoon movie. Uh, Moana. The, Who's the one in Roger whoa, Rabbit? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Moana. That's not Disney. Moana's Damn the, it. like, uh... Is she, that's Disney, right? Moana's the Rock Disney. movie? Yeah. Moana. Yeah, Moana's like the Rock movie. Polynesian girl. Yeah. She's a she, child, though. Yeah. They're all children. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, all of them are children. It was Bella Child. None of them are like, this is some good <laughs> consensual kissing we're doing. <laughs> was the Beast fucking a child? Oh. Or he didn't, like, Belle. No, Moana's like a They kid. waited until they were married. <laughs> yeah, but when she was older, wasn't she? She's like done college, I thought. Belle. No, she was also like, if you look in the story, she's four. They're all, yeah. Ty called Moana. There's still a lot of. Uh, oh, I want Elsa. That one makes me gross. Ooh, Elsa's Elsa's nice. With wow. gloves on. With gloves on. <laughs> I'm going to get in early and do Snow White. Ooh, oh, Snow nice. White. She, you know what's the thing about Snow White with me? Her voice. Uh, 
voice annoyed the shit out of That's me, what man. What I'm going for is who's who's got the voice that I remember the most. Can't yeah, think of it right now. Snow White could bring the dwarves uh, there's, in. There's a good one yeah. that no one's oh, got a lot tangled. of experience. There's a good one that I haven't. Uh, Rumpel, I haven't what's heard her name? Yet. I'm gonna take uh, Rapunzel. Who, who's yeah. the girl in Aladdin? Yeah, Jasmine. 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 I was gonna go with Jasmine. Jasmine. That's my number two for sure. Jasmine, solid. Like, choice. Number up there, eh? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Persian girl. <laughs> Wearing those those like uh, poofy pants. She and was that. just begging uh, for it the whole time on that carpet too. <laughs> Steve, right. you're having a hard time with it. It's getting eh? wet. I wanted to call Elsa. Elsa. Oh, you were Elsa. Yeah. Kevin Wes, is the I one having. Wes and Kev. Oh, Wes and Kev. J- Jasmine definitely had the best voice. And so who's left? Who's left on undrafted? Is like Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty. Rapunzel. There's a black girl from uh, the Princess and the Frog. I don't know her name. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's her name? But hey, don't don't rule her out. How about Mary Poppins? Is she a princess? No, fuck Mary. <laughs> no, it's not a Disney. Fuck it's got to be a cartoon. <laughs> fuck Mary Poppins. Which one do you want to do? I did love Mary Poppins. And uh, um, there's, the, there's like uh, the girl from Rapunzel or whatever, like the oh. Tangled Girl. She's oh, yeah. pretty hot. What about the Japanese one in uh, oh, Mulan? Mulan? Oh, Mulan. Mulan. Is that she Japanese? Was, she was an adult. Oh, yeah, she Mulan. was an adult. Yeah. Feudal Japan. That was a good one. Oh, no, that was Feudal China. And you can still bang the mermaid and... With the Huns. Ariel's on the board. Ariel's on the board. Who are we missing? Who are we missing? The, the guys from the Braided ones. Oh, uh, oh, we already said uh, oh, Sleeping Beauty. Pete? You take Belle? I take Belle. Yeah, nice choice. I like smart girls. I've always liked smart girls. She likes to read books. Animated Belle or like the girl from Harry Potter? What? She, I, I haven't seen the... Oh, Hermione? Hermione. Yeah. Hermione, uh, I watched that movie in the theater too, that one too. And I watched uh, Beauty and the Beast twice in the theater. When I was in university, because I loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. I really liked it. It was like, uh, but anyways, uh, so I do like that story a lot. But anyways, because uh, because the chick's hot and uh, she's smart, and then she bangs an ugly fucking beast. <laughs> I got a chance. So you really have a chance with her. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense to me. It's something I can relate to, right? Her dad's crazy. He's Harry oh, from I'm fucking Harry. Hercules. What's her name? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the one. God, Hercules Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Yeah, she's oh. like bad, but that's good. Yes. Oh, nice oh, and call. Way that's out of there. Deep. He, he really went into it, eh? He was that, in a dark place. I, think, I knew that she was in there. <laughs> Tiana was the princess Tiana, of the Tiana, yes. Oh, yes, Tiana. Oh, yeah. I liked her. From Hercules. No. Princess and the Frog uh, made me uh, uh, get, up get choked up. I got that wrong. Esmeralda is um, Hunchback of yeah, Notre that's, Dame. That's, uh, oh. What's the name of the girl from Hercules? I can't remember. She was uh, good. She was like buddies with the devil. With yeah, the Hades. Well, James. Hades, uh, wasn't Hades yeah, James, uh, Jay Leno? Uh, Meg. James Wood. James Wood. <laughs> was big dick. Megara, also known as Meg. Yeah, it was Meg. The Deuteragonist. That's a stupid word. <laughs> Deuteragonist? Sounds Deuteragonist. Hmm. Did anyone uh, um, know what time we started the show? Nope. Ten. It was probably ten thirty ish, right? I would imagine. Sure. I'm looking at okay. a lot of Disney princesses. Anyways, uh, <laughs> is there a lot of them oh, that yeah. we're missing? There's a whole. There's like the official ones. There's ones that aren't technically princesses. Yeah. See, like Mary. I'm gonna Bobbins. fall down a hole here. They like kind of. They can kind of princess them all up in a way, right? Bo Peep, huh? Because Pocahontas wasn't a princess, was she? There's well, no king of the. King of the Natives. Pocahontas. Does anyone else think the Natives were the King of the Natives would have been the King of Britain? Huh? Right, because they came over and then they just took all the land. I got. Why? Why did they take away the 
the natives' language, would they let the French keep theirs? Kevin. French are the ones invading. Fuck. Uh, because, like, uh, it's because the English love the French, right? Like, the English have a hard-on for the French. They can't say no to them. Because even in Louisiana, they still speak French there. And it's like, that's in the States, where they hate everything. It's because of the good wine. It's because the English love the French. They can't, they can't, they'll, lose, they'll beat weren't them in the, a war, and then the still... the French here first? So? The, like the natives were before the them, and, and they made them the give French. up their language, right? The natives can't speak Ojibwa. Yeah, but the French also had guns. Yeah, but we won. The English won. I say we. I wasn't involved with it. Uh, but uh, the English won the war, so therefore the French lost. So fuck off. You lost. You don't get to still speak French. Tell that to everybody with a Confederate flag. Right? <laughs> you lost. Get all your shit. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah, but like, that's how it should work, though. Like the, the, the Mexicans were in the States and the, and the French were in the States and the Dutch. We're in New York, mm -hmm. you know, and they, the English beat them, and then they had to fuck off. They didn't get to keep Dutch in New York. <laughs> they just they had to quit it, right? But the English, when it comes to the French, they let them do whatever the fuck they want. Ooh, super close. Get out of it. Mm. <laughs> and uh, um, so I think we should start a segment we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everyone. This week's uh, segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. Go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website and click on either of our Amazon banners if you're in Canada or the United States. One or the other. But uh, if you can't see it, that's because you have an ad blocker on, which is a smart move. But just uh, temporarily shut it off. Click on the banner. Do your shopping. And uh, you know what? It's not going to cost you an extra cent at all. It's just going to be your regular old Amazon shopping. But you know what? Michael can bathe himself in funds. Which is what he likes to do. It's delightful. Yeah. Not to interrupt feedback so quickly, but if people turn off their ad... I don't believe that should work when Tyg says yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't. I it don't didn't really work. power. Uh, He's a guest, even. You think a guy, just some guy off the street can fucking work feedback? You know, the feeling I feel when I say it and I get the whole room to do it, it's a feeling of power, Tyg, that I've earned over four and a half years doing this program. You come in here willy-nilly. Last time the what? fucking coach is over there, and it's been this long. Oh, all of a sudden, I'm going to say feedback, and the fucking room explodes. What I was going to ask is if they were to turn off their ad blocker yeah. and then click on your Amazon banner and then bookmark it, Ooh. would that work? And then they could turn their ad blocker back on? I know nothing about technology hmm. in that fashion. That but that's a good idea. Let someone on tries it, and whoever tries it will get a free fuck chairs lighter. Wow. There you go. Nice. That's a deal. It's out there. You know what? Uh, I got to talk about our other people that sponsor this program. And I, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention NORPAC. The beef people. And that's all I'm going to say they about are. that. But you know who else I got to mention is the fine folks at Yarmy Electric. They came and finished my basement. I can't say enough good things about these people. But I got to tell you guys, you're so goddamn good. Your problem is not going to go away. People are going to still keep calling you. And uh, I don't know what more I can do. I might want to make up a lie and say you guys were terrible in my house. You took a shit in the middle of my uh, basement floor. Maybe I'll say that about you. Just so you don't call my cousin Derek. All my cousin Derek wants to do is plant deep in his wife, make babies, raise them, put out fires in the community for no funds of his own, and uh, smoke cigarettes. No big deal. Right? Yeah. But instead, he's got to put up with your fucking phone calls about your, your uh, dangerous hydro situation. <laughs> 
Oh, he doesn't give a fuck about it. He likes to, he likes to fuck. <laughs> and, and he likes to help people. And help people and help. that are his family mostly. That's right. Because he's got, a, he's related to everybody because everyone in his family also likes to fuck. Right? Yeah, so he has time for nothing else. Just fucking and working on his family's shit. Yeah. So sh- Jeremy Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> brought to you by Clean Flow. And at Van Dyke Party Services, I got to tell you, I, c- I couldn't find my jacket. Yeah, no, neither could anyone oh. else, apparently. Yeah, no jackets? I saw zero yellow, wow. yellow jackets. Jer- uh, I was a little bit Jeffrey wore his in uh, Michigan International Speedway. Oh, my Jeffrey. He sent me a picture, Jeffrey, uh, my cousin Jeffrey. But uh, no, but that's the only one I saw, and I looked all through my house. I don't know where the fucking jackets are. I'm pissed off about it, to be honest with you. Hmm. If I were had to have paid, I would have wanted a refund. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well, we, we still oh. did the same showing, Michael, but without the jackets. I know. Good effort. I thought the, great the cousins themselves uh, uh, put on a, a heck of a, a great time. You know what I like most about it is the like, diversity of each cousin. Yeah, yeah. They each have something special about them. You can go like cousin to cousin, and it's going to be different kind of funny every time. And there's like a bit of a gathering around each. Oh, like yeah? Like that, and it's different. Oh, like there are people that like the Paul vibe that he's putting off? Right. And then they might want to switch it up, go get a Ben. Go get a Ben, and then there'll be a Ben and Paul <laughs> combination. And then, if hey, you're lucky. Who are those curly-haired blonde girls over there? Yeah, they're they aggressive. They look like they got something going on. <laughs> they're loud. They're aggressive. Yeah. What are they doing? <laughs> Selling 50-50. Oh. You better give them some money. Job, yeah. What I liked was when I walked, when I drove in, this is just a party for Michael and his uh, beautiful uh, uh, fiance, Sweet Sweet Kelly. Mm -hmm. They're having a a, a celebration to to, uh, commemorate their uh, upcoming nuptials, Mm -hmm. right? And we got there right away. Uh, My wife just dropped me off, but no, there's parking people that are there to attend me. Some of the most uh, professional parking people that I have ever seen in my life. Uh, The Big Dutch. Yeah. And a guy by what the name up, of, Big Dutch? and a guy by the name of Dougie Dixon, and uh, they were quick to help me out, find, uh, tell my wife how she could uh, drop me off and get out of there. But you know what else they wanted to show me right away was their sign that they made. They worked hard at it. They worked very hard at it, and they knew that some people would be staying overnight, and some people just wanted to park for the party and then get the heck out of there. Yep. So they had overnight parking. That one was easy. Easy peasy. They're gonna call Locks that one in. overnight parking. It's down this way. You can stay overnight. No one have to drink and drive. It's a great idea, yep. and if you do, if you do have a designated driver, you want to stay in the parking that's not over, not overnight. What are we gonna call that parking? Hmm. So they were like, they had to put some time and thought into it. Hmm. A couple beers, even. A couple beers. You got to mull this over. What do you call it? And they were like, well, they're just gonna be staying a bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll call it stay a bit parking. <laughs> and they go, that doesn't sound right at all. Too many. Too many words. Too many words. Stay Not a bit parking. I, I don't think that's what we're trying to do. What if we did um, short time parking? Oh. And they go, I like that. Short time parking. And then uh, out of nowhere, I don't. I think Dougie came out with yeah, it. It just doesn't roll off the tongue right. We're going to have to go with something else. How about short term parking? Uh, Holy shit. Wow. And they were like, that is it. Nailed it. And they... <laughs> They it's told me the done. whole story about it, how they came up with it. Short-term parking. <laughs> they came up with that one. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> Staple it to a peg, drive it in the ground. <laughs> you ever heard that one before, Dave? With an arrow. Invented oh, by these two fellas. Yeah, Short-term parking. Coin the term. <laughs> That's the first time I think anyone has ever thought of it. Hey? Eh? 
<laughs> I don't know. It was beautiful. It was, it was a kept, great introduction. I kept the sign. Yeah. <laughs> I was so impressed with that. They came up with it. That's the first time it was ever used, I think, short-term parking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was a great party, Michael. Beautiful. And the nocturnal missions kicked ass. Seriously. Yeah, they, they killed it. I was uh, very impressed with the boys. Uh, first time seeing Dave and Steve perform standing up. Standing up. Yeah. With a drummer. Yeah, with a drummer. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was really something. I, I thought it sounded awesome, and I, uh, from talking to people, they reiterated that. And, uh, Sweet. You guys felt like we were it. a real rock band up there. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, how was it, Dave? Because that's a different experience for you. Usually, I've seen you stand up before, but you're by yourself. Yeah, it was really great. I loved having the band. I loved uh, being able to move around, actually, because usually we're seated. It was nice to move around and dance a little bit to the music while yeah, you're playing. You got me in your way. You didn't have yeah. to worry about that. Yeah. That's right. I so, noticed you were wearing sunglasses the entire performance. <laughs> That was to hide my tears. Is that true? Yeah. I get a real emotional when I'm playing, especially when I see my family and friends out there in the crowd. <laughs> hits me right in the feels. Wow. <laughs> Mike, right down that. Hits me right in the feels. Right in the feels. Hits me right in the feels. It's got to be Sounds considered. Sounds like a pop song. <laughs> we might be able to write a song about that It was one. a great time. So. And my, I love playing with the Nocturnal Emissions, but what I also love was when I heard Michael's voice call up the Nocturnal Emissions to play a song. With, with the Crown headliner, the Crown the Lion, oh. yeah. Ah, yes. That was a joyous awesome. uh, combination. That was so fun. That was fun. And Wes, could, uh, Wes didn't know what to do. He had to split himself in two for yeah. that Wes one. carried double duty in the night. Double duty, like no one's business. He just says, yeah, I'm in both bands. Not That's a big right. deal. Yeah, not a big deal. I'm just going to sit here and own this shit all and then night. go home for probably to rip a piece off. Yeah, all, he, lady, all he needed deal. was uh, <laughs> a whole bunch of beers and a couple piss breaks. That's all Wes asked. <laughs> yeah. That's on his rider. It's like, Wes, uh, you got to <laughs> perform all night. He goes, okay, I asked one thing. I'm going to hopefully get laid, probably get laid, going to get laid, and yeah. two to three piss breaks. <laughs> yeah, piss breaks. I think he got two of them. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he tempers his own expectations <laughs> in his rider. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think two to three piss breaks. If I if you deny me the third one, I'm willing to tolerate. Like, <laughs> I, that's fair. You know, like, I, I don't, I'll hold it till the end. Or pee my pants. He said he was like 30 seconds into the first song and he had to piss when he was up with us. Oh, really? Oh, you blew you like half of your quota right off the hop. <laughs> Did you eh? go the whole set, no piss? Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> well yeah, done. When uh, Crown the Lion had a two-page set list, yeah. there was no holding it. Yeah. Wes so. <laughs> just called yeah. the fucking card. Like. You guys fucking played forever. How many songs oh, yeah. did you play? Yeah, we didn't know. We hadn't played in so long. Oh, we're like, awesome. Uh, 22 is about right. And then we got going and we're like, fuck, there's a lot of songs. <laughs> two oh, CDs. That's great, man. Yeah, well, yeah. It was, yeah, it was. Uh, Plus an was, encore. I would say it was the only thing I kind of the next day was like, I think I might have been up there for a bit too long. No, no, I should have mingled with some people. But What'd you close with? Dance in the Dark? Yeah, it's always a go-to. Uh, it always gets me dancing. Yeah, it works for everybody. I just like to go up there and throw my hands above my head and pretend I'm Courtney Cox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the great go-to. <laughs> Yeah, is that too? Is that a too old of a reference? Do you remember Courtney Cox yeah. in the Bruce Springsteen video, "Dancing in the Dark"? I've I've seen. I wasn't watching those videos, but I've seen the video. Yeah. 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 Right, I live that. And they they come up. He brings her up on stage, and they do the Carlton yeah. from Fresh Prince dance. Yeah. That's a beauty. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we're in feedback. Every week, we ask our listeners, please tell us what you think of our show because we need to know so we can make it better and we can be a, uh, give you guys what, you, what you're what you looking for. This week, 
Alice Steppa Jones. Oh, Alice Steppa. Super fan, shareholder. Got donated uh, uh, the Swiss LA chips. Oh, they were delicious. Oh, yeah. And a bottle of vodka, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Therefore, shareholder, Alice Steppa Jones. Dave does not recognize Jones. Alice Steppa, thank you very much. Uh, great show, she says. Last week, I had a clusterfuck of unfortunate events happen oh, wow. that I really needed a good laugh on a Friday morning. There you go. We are the uh, remedy for clusterfucks. You're welcome. I'd love to hear that. Yes. That makes me happy. And my coworkers and the Joneses even found it entertaining as I regaled them with your stories. Aww. Is that the right word? Is that the right pronunciation? Regaled? Regaled? You went sailing? So was she galed? She regaled it. And then she we galed. Re- you galed her. We galed. And then she regaled. She regaled to them. That's what she should do. Mm. We are the ones that are doing all the galing around here. Mm. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm happy that your coworkers and the Joneses and everybody knows about Life from the Dutch Hall. I hope they all listen because, uh, you know, I like to know that people are listening because uh, sometimes it doesn't look like they are. <laughs> and then uh, so, so when people say they're doing it, I'm like, oh, that's good. Hey, Pete. Yeah? Uh, not, yeah, thank you. I was just going to say, let's get that piece of paper out of the way. What does this do? This blocking your mug. Oh my! Oh, blocking there you go. Your, your, your face know. there. Thank you, my. Thank the, you, director. Yeah, nailed it. All them YouTubes. Ah, uh, the that's way better. Mm. And you know what? We had a. We actually sold a T-shirt yes. from our Facebook page. Awesome. Uh, Greg, Deschamps, hmm. Port Rowan. Kevin must know him. <laughs> he uh, he said he'd like a, a T-shirt. And we arranged it. We uh, got the money. It worked out. It was like a business transaction. Mm, And uh, it worked out so splendidly that Greg said he got the shirt. Thank you. If you get any blue or red ones, please let me know. Thanks again, Pete. He wants to have, like, the rainbow collection of Dutch Hall shirts in his closet. Makes sense. And I'm like, this is something we got to do. Do you guys have shirts? Yeah, we got shirts. What size are you, 2XL? I like to still get XL. Just regular XL? Just XL, yeah. And then I, I just tell myself I'm going to lose weight. All right. I'll rip the tag off and tell you it's, it's an XL. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We have uh, in that red container. I should have ta- I could have worn them last weekend. Oh, uh, right? yes. From now on. Last weekend, Tag went to a music festival. We'll talk about that Ooh. after. You're still, oh, yeah. you're still, you're still Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, we have one more thing we need to do. Thank you, Greg, for buying the T-shirt. And if anyone else wants a T-shirt or a lighter that says fuck charters, there's limited supply of those left. But you can go to live from the Dutch Hall's Facebook page and uh, go or our website and go to products, merch, or whatever. And then you can click on there. It'll bring you to that. And you can buy it, which is basically just sending me a message saying, hey, I want a T-shirt. And then pretty simple. Then I'd say, like, okay. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Money. Yeah. Transaction. Perfect. That's how it works. It's awesome. And uh, But there's one lady. She's uh, she's really our primary sponsor of this program, I'm going to say, because she's the only one that gives us stuff that really is worth money. What a treat last week. Oh, she spoils us rotten. She's her good friend, the cheese lady. One, two, three. We're checking on the cheese lady. On the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady. Always on the run. Checking on the cheese lady. On the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady. She's always having fun. Checking on the cheese lady. On the cheese lady. Checking on the cheese lady. She's always on the run. Checking on the cheese lady. Cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady. Let's hear what she's done. What are you up to, Teresa? 
Lisa from The Second Mouse, not only is she one of our favorite listeners, she's also one of our most generous. She gave us last week one of the most incredible cheese trays that we've ever uh, experienced in the building. It was unbelievable. Uh It was unbelievable. It was amazing. A different sort of delicious cheese named after each one of the members of Life from the Dutch Hall. What a thoughtful and generous gift. By Teresa from the Second Mouse in Delhi. If you, you want so great much. cheese, thank you. Go to Teresa in Delhi at the Second Mouse. And uh, you know what? Uh, Teresa's cool. <gasps> tell her you tell the Dutch Hall sent you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Teresa might give you a little cheese curd you put in your back pocket. <laughs> She'll tell you, don't tell anyone I did this for you, but mm. a little Dutch Hall treat. She's gonna put cheese curd in your back pocket and you spank oh, yeah. your bum. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> Try that on for. Size. I don't know if this has been worked Whoa. out between me and Teresa, but I'm thinking she's gonna be cool with it. <laughs> so uh, we we're gonna go. Uh, Teresa, she listens to every week. She listens on Friday when she's doing her work in the cheese shop. She listens to us on Friday mornings. And uh, last Friday, she said this to us. She said, uh, with regard to the cheese tray, she said, I had a note in the cheese tray for the lovely Miss Jane, oh. too. But it was on the package, and since I sliced the salami, it didn't quite make the cut. Oh. Pardon the pun, LOL. <laughs> Ask Jane, did you get a note from the cheese lady? It says, Ask Jane. Did you get a note from the cheese lady that was outside of the cheese tray? Well, she told me. There's no Jane camp. Yeah, c- come here, come here. Come closer so that other people can hear it too, because I can't even hear you. You don't get it? You didn't remember a note? Uh, we'll have to look it up. She she forgets already, uh, Teresa, and uh, she apologizes. That's a real letdown. Yeah. Boo. No, I'm sorry. I, I don't care. And it says, uh, but she also went on to say this. I enjoy you guys bringing some culture to the Shady Shed in Pine Grove. Hmm. And, you know, if Dutch Hall is nothing more, it's a cultural program. Mm-hmm. Teaching people about the different uh, cultures of the world. And the World Cup. Oh, the football. The football is a great example of different cultures that I get to observe and give my, like, we all here in the Dutch Hawk give our perspectives on the different people, different parts of the world that we get to see, kicking a soccer ball around. And how they celebrate it. And how they celebrate it, yes. A lot of woos. And uh, so first week of the World Cup, under our belts, Michael, what's your main takeaways? My main takeaway is uh, I am terrible at picking uh, the pool. (laughs) Horrible picks. I said Russia was going to blow it. They're on fire. And I've also found out that uh, even though my my love, the Netherlands, the Dutch, are out, I found a new love. Viva la Mexico. Yes. The passion. Yes. Mexico's the best. And the beating of Germany couldn't make me any happier. Yes, I love it. I love the fact that they... Those dirty Germans are probably playing some sort of game where they're like, uh, like it's a first game, so we're going to play real half-assed because we're saving energy for the finals. We're going to worry about our stupid fucking haircuts. Yeah, wait till Sweden beats you too, Germany, and you're not even in the knockouts, you dirty, dirty krauts. Well, see you later. (laughs) Yeah, but how do you feel? (laughs) I don't forgive the Germans for what they did to my grandpa in WW2, Tig. WW2, you remember that one? Was that a Raw event or SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> WW2 Extreme Rules. Cage match. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Hitler gets Hitler the big intro. out for nobody. <laughs> Switzerland. Germany. <laughs> That'd be funny. Eh? The, the big Hitler intro to the arena. 
<laughs> he, he'd like, have the John Cena music for sure. <laughs> yeah, like in in Germany, he was like he'd be a big draw. Like people would like he'd yeah. be a baby face. But in like Everywhere the states he's when he's touring, like he's a heel. Yeah, everyone hates him. And uh, he'd be coming down like saluting and goose stepping and doing all that shit. And the crowd just be throwing popcorn at him. <laughs> but there'd be no stains because of the leather. Uh, what leather? Hugo, the Hugo Boss, all the leather. Ah, uh, yes. Nazis. Yeah, it's the SS. They were in leather? Yeah, oh. the SS uh, Gestapo's uniforms were designed by Hugo, Hugo Boss. Boss. In leather? That's yeah. why they look so good. Leather, uh, they had like very high-end cotton materials and a lot of oh, yeah. velvet. And uh, a Volkswagen, right? they look so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you can say a lot of things about the Germans, but they did take on the world twice and they made it, uh, like oh, as Norm MacDonald yeah. says, they made it close. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I love that. Line. They sh- you figured that would last like about five minutes, yeah. but they actually made it close. That was Norm Macdonald, not me. And uh, but like, uh, it is impressive, you know, like, yeah, like, like, like Marius both says, "Oh, into at home." <laughs> yeah, oh, into at home. Yeah, favorite. but across Europe, they were owing oh, to at pretty much everybody else's <laughs> home. Yeah, I'm pa- I'm half Hungarian, and we uh, the Hungarian side of me has lost every war we've ever been in. We've never won anything. Hungary used to be like half of Europe. It was like the Austro, or the is the the Austro-Hungarian Empire it took up like half of Europe. It was like half it was Germany and half it was Austro-Hungarian Empire, and that was like before the First World War, like a hundred years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. You know, Poland, Dave, is younger. I've heard of it. It's younger than Canada. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh well, I did, I learned that this year. With my kids' history class. Before that, they were Austro-Hungary. They were part of Germany. Oh. That's why Germany wanted it back. Because it yeah. was just their old thing they used to have. Germans. And then they just uh, Hitler said, I'll just take it back. Because they told him you can't fight anymore. After the First World War, they, they said, okay, you Germans aren't allowed to fight anymore. And you can't have an army. You guys are just not to be trusted. You keep trying to take over the world. And the rest of the world says, no more. You can just be a country, but you can't have an army because you're too untrustworthy. Because you keep trying to take everything over. Stop it. I believe they're the Romans, too. The Romans were kicked out of Rome. They went to Germany. They tried to take over the world there. And you're like, fucking quit it. The rest of the world's like, just stop trying to take over the world. And then, uh, so then uh, the Germans there, um, they were, uh, Hitler was like, uh, I don't like that rule. How we're not allowed to like uh, fight anymore, so I'm just gonna fucking break that rule and just fight him again, and that's what he did. He just nod dicked the UN basically. Yeah, basically you can't, everybody. You can't invade people. Nod-dicked. And then they they then they had to pay the money back, and then uh, they, it took them to like last year to pay it back. Hey, okay? hmm. it's true. Isn't it insane? Like they did all that plus all of their like all of their infrastructure and everything is for, during all those war times. And they've paid off all of their debts from the wars and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's an it's an amazing country. That's one thing about Germans; they're efficient. Yeah, exactly. There's no there's no joking around about that. It was a war. There's no joking around in Germany at all. It's it's, (laughs) they don't have any sense of humor. (laughs) They're very robotic. They're like robots that just like make things efficiently, right? And tell you honestly about the things they find good and bad about you. It's similar to Dutch, except yeah. for it's more evil. Can you imagine yeah. doing stand-up over there? <laughs> bo- like, it's crazy. But you know, Can you we had listen- stand-up over there? In Germany? Yeah. Ugh. Two Jews <laughs> walk into a bar, and that's okay now. Good night. <laughs> and he just walks over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. Germany leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I just can't get over the shit. Well, you know what they didn't do perfect <laughs> enough? What? Build their football squad. Oh, uh, full circle. Can't be a Mexican. Mm-hmm. Mexico's my team, too. I think, Michael, I just love them because of what they did to the Germans. And uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe Sweden will be my favorite team. Is, I, there, I, any, is there anybody else that stands out to you or to, any of you guys? Oh, to me? Uh, to me, the, uh, the Mexicans against Germany was the best soccer game I've, I've watched a team play. Uh, the first half was offensively awesome. The second half was defensively awesome. The guys are crying during the anthem and then crying also after they beat Germany. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how passionate they Even are. Even in the people, yeah, and the, is that a different coach from last time? Yeah, yeah, he's different. Same, yeah, but same keeper, though. Same German coach, too. Oh, yeah. Yaki, you remember, the, remember what last World Cup where he put his fingers down his pants and then smelled, smelled his it. finger? Yeah, that was him? Yeah, that's yeah. him. Same coach. The German coach. He's just stinky looking. Oh, Sorry, do you guys stuff. follow football or soccer or whatever? Do you guys follow that stuff when it's not the World Cup? No, I don't I, give a I, fuck I, about okay, it. I do 100%. He does. Do. Oh, okay, I think yeah. I'm the only person in Canada that mm-hmm. does I love that. World Cup because I love the spectacle of it or whatever. And the very first it's like time... The Olympics. I, yeah, but it's better... And then uh, I, I don't I don't really care about the Olympics so much, but I, I love the World Cup because I had my I was home on a, um, a like a paternity leave with my kid through this one World Cup, so I got to watch every single game, yeah. and then I was just like I'm hooked like it's really? it's so cool. And to that, me. That's how I got into it too. I was I was just younger and had time to pay attention to what the hell was going on and just. Suck me in. Oh, that's so cool. And it's a different sport altogether than what they play in that other the other leagues. Oh, yeah. Like the it's way more. They, they play to uh, not lose. Where yeah. in, like, their league play, they just fucking just go wide open. Yeah. It's where like, now it's like they're def- – depends who you are. Like, if you're Mexico versus Germany, yeah, you got to play – it's tactical, right? You got to play yeah. smart. It's way more strategy in the World Cup than it is in, like, the regular the soccer. Yeah, the league. They're, like, in regular soccer, it's more entertainment and more, like, trying to score goals and do, like uh, – and, and there's a lot more shitty players, so the good players can expose the shitty players. Right. Where in the World Cup, it's, like, the best of the best, so it's, like, hard to get past anybody and nobody – and the stakes are so high. Like and, Yeah, and anybody can win. Dave's, Dave's got one of his, his countrymen in Poland that scored an own goal this week. Probably going to get shot. Oh, definitely by pierogies. When he gets back, they'll start firing pierogies at him <laughs> if they're not too drunk to do that in I Poland. I missed that. He scored on his own net. Yeah. Yeah, in Senegal. Mm. Yeah, ah, Poland. Nailed it. Yeah, Senegal, good team. Yeah, nice. You know what's funny Stuart's is talking to – Yeah, he's it's right on it. Point, for sure. It's funny, Stuart might get it too. Like, I find now people, like – start telling me about soccer it's like oh yeah you know this and this and this and like yeah i actually watch it all the time like all year round so i do understand it and there's no offense i love that everybody watches that at this time because to me it's about getting together having a fucking few beers and having a good time that just like when the olympics are on so it's pretty lonely most of the year for you <laughs> no then. it's not lonely I, I enjoy it on my own too you just it's have fine. to go hang out with all of the immigrant people <laughs> do you guys follow uh the Concacaf qualifying yeah and uh, like it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough go for us it's, it's painful yeah. and i i love that my favorite was that they have the north american uh their north america is going to host it and that's the first time canada is going to qualify ever they yeah. just had to be like given a spot okay so maybe you know because we had this question last last week um so Canada, Mexico, U.S. are in. 
So what in CONCACAF, do they get like one more spot? It's three and a half. So the three will make it, and then there's like a like a playoff Like board. a playoff one. Because so they already have the three, so they don't want to right. overwhelm it with North So it's going to be almost impossible. Oh, you play off to get in. Yeah. So who's in there now with CONCACAF? It would be like Costa Rica, uh, Mexico, Mexico, and yeah. who? who's the third team? Or is there just two? Um, good question. No, it's just the, I think it's just the three. Yeah, who's our third? Who's the third, though, right in CONCACAF that's in now, though? Oh, shit. Sorry. Because U.S. isn't in. Canada's not in. Jamaica's not in. Uh, Mexico. Yeah. So who are we missing? Costa Rica. You got the list, don't you, Kev, over there? Oh, yeah, I got it. Someone's got it. There's got to be another one from, from North America in there. It's got to be a Caribbean country or something. That's what I'm thinking. Or... Oh, is it? It could be like uh, Nicaragua or Panama? Panama. 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 That's Panama. the third one. Panama. Got Panama. And Panama lost too, right? Yeah, they're they're done. I think that was Paul's yeah. team. They're Paul was going for Panama all the way. Like Dave that. went for Poland all the way. I think that's a that's a pick yeah. that's not going to work it's out. Only one. I don't think so either. Steve, who'd you go for? No idea. <laughs> you don't remember? None. Would you remember whatsoever. if you picked Germany? I I was thinking about. it. I don't even know if I did or not. Yeah, I'll have to listen back. If you pick Germ, if Germany wins, would you take any joy in it at all? It really doesn't matter to me at all. And uh, honest answer, Steve. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. Is it because you're not a soccer fan, or because you're not a German fan? Because you're reluctant German. Uh, I'm. I just don't care. I don't. I'm, I, it, it's not up to me to. Uh, <laughs> what if Canada won? What if Canada won uh, uh, the World Cup? Would that matter to you? I guess I give myself a pat on the back for doing absolutely nothing to help them win. I'm going to take that as a no. Is that a no? <laughs> I don't even it, know if Steve would know. Yeah. <laughs> if if Canada won the World Cup, it probably wouldn't, uh, wouldn't occur to you. You know what I was thinking about? A lot of people do a lot of things. Like, people say, like, did you watch this fucking Game of Thrones or something? Or did you watch, uh, like, a Lost? Or Suits. Did, did, remember the last... You know, like last year's football season or something, or and you're like, I don't know any of that shit. I don't do any of it. Yeah. And like, what do like, I who do? Who won the Super Bowl last year? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't care. Like, I used to know all that shit, and I just don't anymore because I don't think about it. And you know what I do think about? Like, like uh, mortality. Uh, what the it's heat all death about? Of the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why? What am I trying to accomplish? Because I'm half done, mm-hmm. or maybe more. You know, like like that sort of thing. You're like, it was like. It's like, I don't give a fuck about what's going on in, like, the world of sport. It's not like if your team wins, you get to live an extra year. No, it doesn't matter at all. But, you know, I do love, like, I love watching the World Cup. It's like a a way to pamper myself. (laughs) It's like a way to lie on a couch. Listen to the sounds, like the vavuvulas or whatever. Or the spoons. Those spoons fucking tanked, man. It's nothing. No one's got t- got spoons in the crown, and if you do, you can't hear them. So you bombed Russia. Those spoons are garbage. <laughs> I'm blown away by the amount of like support the teams have in Russia. Like, I, I would have thought oh, the crowds aren't going to be that. It's fucking packed and all the people from those countries. Yeah, yeah but you, you look at it, yeah. yeah, but honestly, like the next world, like you look at eight years, Stuart. If you got eight years from now, where the World Cup's gonna have some games in Canada, are you gonna try to go? I'd love to go to a game, yeah, but with Toronto, but I, I don't know if I have the cash for that. That'd yeah. be awesome, though. Yeah, yeah, but you're gonna try to go, right? For sure, you're gonna yeah, look into it, right? Yeah, and I think there's some people that can't really afford it, but they love soccer that fucking found a way because they're like, how often in our lifetime? 
is the World Cup going to be in Russia mm. when we're all get to go? If you're a Russian person, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. So I think there are people that spent money they really don't have start to go saving, to that World Cup, too. Like, sense. I think the Russian crowds especially are going to be, like, the most authentically, like, like real Russian fans, like, like of normal people, like, like, you know, middle class, like, everyday working folks that are just trying to, they just love soccer or whatever. Right. Those guys are going to be the ones that will probably put the money out, you know? It's like even around here, the... The World Cup, uh, if they, if when it comes, it's going to be like a certain demographic. Oh yeah, that's going to go like nut apeshit for it. And other people are going to be like, you paid how much for those fucking tickets? And yeah, it's like when Elton John and Billy Joel came through, though, right? So those were like six hundred. This is a bad analogy. It was like six hundred dollar <laughs> tickets, but people were like, "Well, when am I going to get to see Billy Joel and Elton John live?" And they would just pay for it. It's like it's the same thing. It's I remember being on Ticketmaster. I remember being on Ticketmaster for that show. And I was like, I was looking at the fun, the print, you know. I'm like, are they sucking each other's dicks on this show? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and and nowhere on it did it say that they were gonna suck each other's dicks yeah, on the show. Pi- their pianos linked up, like, oh, uh, like docking. Yeah, because <laughs> you know how pianos are shaped. And then, and then you sh- you saw that Elton John didn't know any of Billy Joel's songs. <laughs> but Billy Joel knew all of Elton John's songs. Yeah, because Elton John's good. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Billy Joel fucking sucks. Oh. Billy Joel can suck my dick. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm going to say right now, Billy Joel. Billy Joel if you're listening. Billy Joel, if you're listening to my program, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> you fucking Long Island drunk. <laughs> Your poor daughter looks just like you. Oh, that's Her mother's Christy Brinkley. <laughs> she looks like you. <laughs> What a fucking terrible, terrible thing to happen to her. <laughs> Anyways, I hate Billy Joel. You know, he puts in songs that he oh, puts really? in sounds in his songs that aren't even like uh, music. It's just like I'll put in screeching tires and, a and rev- like a, a the horn at the end of Alan, like, like the end of the workday for Allentown or whatever. Like, fuck off. Oh, I'll be like uh, like a car door slamming. Are you gonna tell a story, Billy Joel? <laughs> He's got some hits. Wow. It's fucking garbage, man. Piano man. He does Come have. Piano yeah, Man's piano man. Good. I used to like that song until I, like I realized I fucking hate Billy good. Joel, <laughs> and then I I can't take it anymore. Billy Joel, honestly, like he's one of the guys. That, we have a death pool. I would put him on the death pool if it was like who you want to die. It would be like Billy Joel. Billy Joel can die any day now. I don't care. His music is terrible. Wow. I wish that when you died, you didn't have to play their music on the radio anymore. Yeah, the only person I hate more is it, R.E.M. is the worst. <laughs> and then uh, U2, because say, they gave U2 me the new album. Yeah. Ever since they Forced gave me that album. free album, yeah. Yeah. fuck U2, man. Yeah. Bono yeah. can suck my dick because that guy... They give you the free album. They made you have it. They made it. me have oh, it on my thing. I tried product. everything to get rid of it. It's still there. No, I got rid of it. Can you imagine doing that with somebody? Like, you released the Dutch, like, live from the Dutch Hall, and now everybody's got it on their phone. Like, they would hate me. Yeah. You got, you're all of a sudden listening to your playlist, and all of a sudden, hey, like, what is that? Like, LMFAO? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, everybody shuffled in. And then (laughs) that finishes, and then it goes right to, like, an hour of this. Now, imagine if (laughs) if Pete was wearing sunglasses all the goddamn time, and, uh, Steve and Charters, uh, just thought that they were like a discount Steve Morello or whatever. Whoa, whoa, I'm lost. I don't know <laughs> where the, that went. The, 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 I'm not the only one. T- 
Tom Morello, sorry, not Steve Morello, Tom Morello. Uh, the Edge is a shitty guitar player that just uses effects yeah, all the yeah. time, and Morello's good. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Oh. If you would have said uh, Jack White or... Um, yeah, but uh, Jack White's not as many effects. The Edge no, no, no. The shit. Edge versus Jack White or uh, who's the guy um, from Zeppelin? Then I'm Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page. Jimmy Page. Because yeah. they were in that movie, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. this is Remember, See, that was a stretch. I should have just left it. Where just left Jack, it. We watched that. Remember, Charles, when we watched that oh, movie? Yeah, what was it called? This might get loud. Have you seen it? This no. might get loud. It's awesome. It's a good movie. You should watch it because The Edge is in it and Jack White and Jimmy Page. And uh, yeah. we would take a piss every time The Edge did anything yeah. <laughs> because The Edge sucks so bad, right? Shit. Like wow. you, got Ji- you got Jimmy Page who's like a rock god. He's so fucking cool. He's like f- he's rubbing his old dick into the guitar <laughs> You know, like he's playing this like, and he always is yeah. with his lips like super slow riff, and he's just fucking grinding his dick into the fucking guitar. An old man, oh, yeah. You know, he's in his study. It's just like wall to wall records. He's like, yeah, this is my favorite record. He puts it on. Yeah, he puts this record on. Fucking drives his dick like into it. Playing air guitar. Yeah, for his favorite record. Yeah, loves it. And then uh, Jack White, who's like fucking inventive as hell and like yeah. super cool. And then and he likes to make things hard for himself. Like I'm gonna take a shitty old like Sears Robux guitar and I'm gonna. And it never stays in tune. I'm going to make all my White Stripes albums with it and tour with it, yeah. even though it sounds like garbage the whole time. Right? right? Like, that's a pers- the thing that... So, and then you got The Edge, who I'm going to do this. Blong. Blong. Push all these knobs. And then push all knobs and pedals and shit, and it'll make sound like yeah. elevation or whatever. And they showed him doing yoga on his, like, deck while he's checking his email on his phone. But he's doing uh, yoga. Uh, he sounds like. How a, did he, he get sounds picked? like an Apple commercial. Oh, like yeah, this guy awful. just. He's the worst. Ugh. He's the worst. That's the worst thing that you can possibly do. Well, look who they put him up against. He had no chance. Yeah, like was Jack White trying to humiliate the Edge? I think that's what he was trying to do. Because seriously, Charles and I, like every time the Edge would speak, we we're like, I gotta get out of the room. <laughs> this guy fucking sucks, man. Hey, like it was non. Like yeah, every like time he tried to give us philosophies like, yeah, on music or. Or like art or something like that. We're like, we don't care because you suck. We don't care what you say because I'm not listening to it. I'll listen to the other two guys, but not you, Edge, because yeah. you stink. The streets have ears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what the, the street's name is. It's like, you suck, Edge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but that's just my opinion. Some people might like, might like you too, or R.E.M. or Billy Joel. Those people are wrong. Just don't ever come to the Dutch Hall. <laughs> yeah. No one can play Billy Joel. Those are no opener will ever be a Billy Joel song on this program. This is a promise. Even after my, even after my passing, when it gets taken out of the new host, <laughs> and he takes it on. Paul. Yeah, you think it'll be Paul? The next guy taking over for Johnny it's, Carson it's will be brother. Paul. Oh, it's like a royal family thing. Wouldn't it go? It would go to actually because I don't have. I have two daughters. So in the old, like, misogynistic royal family, I know now women can be queen. They don't have to stand behind their brother or whatever. They can, if they had a girl, it would have been a queen or whatever, ahead of the boys. That's a new royal family rules. Did you know that, Mike? I know that they're... You don't uh, keep up on the royal family rules? Well, I know that blacks are allowed in. (laughs) (laughs) What's so funny about that? Well, is that a rule they just made? I don't know. They they have to ask the queen? If hey, you saw those I, I, pictures of the queen, she's not happy about it either. No, not happy at all. Did you think Harry had to go say, hey, uh, Grandma, how about a black? <laughs> and she goes, as long as it's half black. 
Is that what you think it went down? Why, boy, she's got quite the tan on her. <laughs> Something's not right about her. But, Grandma, I'm a full ginge. We're all right. <laughs> a full ginge. <laughs> we don't want this to become uh, the, uh, what do you call it when it's the dominant gene? We don't want this to become the dominant gene. If you get it in a darkie, <laughs> a darkie. you're guaranteed not to have a ginger. you never seen a ginger half darkie? Have you or, ever seen albino <laughs> black people? What? Yeah, I did yeah. in Yens in Waterford. <laughs> what about it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was the fucking coolest thing I ever saw. The guy's like yellow. His eyes were like yellow. Mr. Yellow Man. I saw it in Waterford picking up Chinese food. I was swear to God, albino black guy. It's like the rarest thing to see. I was like, I will remember that. There's an old black uh, like rap, uh, not a rapper, but uh, a musician called Mr. Yellow Man. He's an albino black yeah, guy, yeah. white afro. It was fucking freaky, man. This guy looked like something like an alien because his hair was all blonde, his eyes were all yellow and stuff, and it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I've never seen anything like it before. It was crazy. You know, and you know what else I saw one time? But this was, this was in Port Dover. <laughs> this is going to be sweet. Drink. Norfolk County. This is Norfolk County. You know what? This pissed me off. I was in Hamilton last <laughs> night. <laughs> I was in Hamilton last night, and uh, I go, I'm really, like, uh, people are like, where you been? And I'm like, I don't, I, I just had to get out. I know the shows are shitty in the summer, and I'm going to still do this shitty open mic show. But I was just like, I just had to get out because I'm lonely. You know, I'm going to talk to people. And they're like, oh, why don't you get to talk to people? I go, because I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's no people around me. You know, I can't talk to anyone. And uh, and then they're like, yeah, what? nothing goes on around you. You live in the sticks. Like, there, nothing ever goes on. I'm like, nothing ever goes on, eh? Like, I was thinking in my head. I didn't say it out loud. But I'm like, you guys can talk about stabbings in the city. You can talk about, like, uh, crime or crazy people or homeless people or something like that. But how many people do you know set a donkey on fire? Okay. <laughs> how many people do you know? I know a guy that set a donkey on fire. Me too. <laughs> I think most people in this room know Is this it guy. A live donkey? No, the donkey, the donkey it, sadly had passed. Uh, sadly. I think it's probably better that it was already dead. Yeah. This guy loved the donkey, by the way. Mm. This guy who would hate if I told the story, I will never divulge his name. <laughs> because he really hates when I tell the story. It's my favorite, absolute favorite thing that I've ever heard happen. And uh, he never likes me to tell the story because uh, he hates when I, when I tell it. So I can never let you know he who it is. He loved that donkey. He loved the donkey. What he was, he was he was on a roof one time doing a job on a roof, and in the in the property next to him, there was a uh, a donkey that was in distress. He felt it was being treated poorly by the owner, right? Oh. And so he felt pity for the donkey, and he said to the owner, uh, "How much for me to buy your donkey? I'd like to take it off your hands, right? Because he wanted to free it from this horrible environment that it was living in." And the guy sold him the donkey. And so he put it in this, like, uh, construction van, like a kind of like, you know, like a big van that you'd use for, like, a roofing van or something like that, you yeah. know? The tools all in the back and the floors open, but people still sit there to get to the job site, you know, even there's no seats. You know those kind of vans? Well, they put the donkey in there. And, uh, As you do. And they would just hold on to the donkey when they were driving and they're like banging against the both sides of the van with this donkey as they're driving at home. And then uh, this fellow, I gotta be careful not to say his name. Mm. Shit. Uh, this fellow um, uh, went to his father-in-law's, said, hey, I got a donkey. Hang on to the donkey. I gotta go build a fence at my house. 
so that I could keep this donkey. So they tied it to his tree while, my, while this fellow went home. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. That was... And uh, how close was that? Did I give it away? Yeah, Pretty right. close. No, okay. okay uh, uh, well, yeah, this fellow went home and built a fence. And then he, he had this donkey, and the donkey <laughs> would, uh, every time they him and his kids came home, the donkey would buck and fart, and he would, he would have, like, <laughs> he's so excited to see the kids, and and uh, this fellow would put the uh, uh, kids on the, on the donkey, and the, he would show me how the donkey's got a cross on his back. You know, every donkey's got a cross on his Did you know that about a donkey? No, I did not. Every donkey's got a cross on his back, and they say that's uh, because it carried uh, Jesus. And that's why they, if you look on the back, they have a dark patch of, of fur that makes a cross on their back. Every donkey has it. Hmm. And that's what the the legend is behind it or whatever, right? So anyways, uh, he loved this donkey, brag about it, and show it. Anyways, came wintertime, they built a shelter for him, and uh, lo and behold, uh, the, the, cold, the cold days of February came, and uh, this poor donkey, Michael, was his name. Michael, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Good name. But he's uh, Mike the donkey. He, uh, he had died. He passed away. Frozen to the uh, fence post. Uh, solid. <laughs> so uh, I remember this fellow gave me a call, and he said, uh, what are you supposed to do? You work in agriculture. What are you supposed to do with a dead donkey? Because and, he was a construction guy. Yeah, he wasn't in the agriculture world. He was more of a construction guy. And he goes, uh, I said, uh, well, you, um, most people call dead stock, and dead stock picks them up. So you should give Deadstock a call. So he gives Deadstock a call, and this is not a man of means. This is not a this is a man of meager means. You know, doesn't have a lot of money lying around. Doesn't have. He's not. Then I can't just throw it around willy nilly. You know. So he calls him up. He says, uh, "What do you? Uh, hey, livestock. Uh, uh, what do you do with a dead donkey? You know." He said, "Well, well, you if you had a dead donkey, we'd come. You call us. We'd come pick it up." And uh, and he goes, "Yeah." How much? And the guy said like three hundred and fifty bucks or something. And he goes, uh, "What are you gonna do with it when you bring it back to your place?" He goes, "Well, we'll, we'll incinerate it." <laughs> and he goes, "What does that mean? Incinerate?" And they go, "It means uh, you know you incinerate it, you burn it, make it into ashes, and then we spread the ashes on a field like the donkey would like to run in <laughs> the meadow, <laughs> so the donkey can feel like his ash." So he goes, he goes, you mean you, you just burn it? And he goes, yeah, okay, <laughs> click. I remember this story now. Right? And so then he just, he has an old, uh, he has an old uh, uh, barn foundation that just has a bunch of old skids on it and stuff and brush, you know, from cleaning up your place. That's known as a burn pit. Yeah, like a burn pit. What he does is he, uh, he, he takes a bit of gas, puts it on there, and then uh, takes the old left truck. <laughs> Scoops up Mike, <laughs> burns him on the brush pile, and <laughs> and cries his eyes out. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> Who fucking burns their own donkey? <laughs> Like Game of Thrones style, <laughs> we'll burn him and send him ashore. <laughs> Viking funeral. Oh, I love that story so much. He he fire. gets so mad when I tell it too. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, good thing he's not here today. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm pretty sure I remember the story, and I'm pretty sure I know who it was. 
Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, he hates it. Hates when I tell that story. So I'm just telling you, things do happen out in your Norfolk County, but we normally do it by ourselves <laughs> when we're alone and no one can see us doing crazy shit. See, when you live in the city, everyone's going to see you doing crazy shit. Here, we just, like, drown a raccoon. Nobody knows any different about it. Foggy day. <laughs> All you just see is black smoke. couldn't drown a raccoon. He caught a raccoon in a live trap, and he yeah. tried to drown it in, a, in, a, in a, like, a garbage can. But yeah. his garbage can got too narrow at the bottom. So he, <laughs> had, the, he had the cage in. So raccoon, and the raccoon's still breathing out the top. Poking at it with a hockey stick, <laughs> oh, trying to get the God. thing down. And he's telling us the story. And my, my wife's like, <laughs> and I went, you should have just shot it. What are you doing, man? Like, yeah. just shoot Even the thing. Yeah. My dad and I were one time cleaning out this old hay mow. Is that a, is that a, that's a, that's a hick word, eh? But it was a hay mow, right? So these guys bought this barn, and it was full of hay in the top. So we had to go, like, um, get the hay so they could feed it to their cows or whatever. So they just hired us for a day, and we went, me and my dad, uh, cleaned the hay mow out. Hay and mow. I, And as we were, like, shoveling out this hay all of a sudden we start noticing there's fucking raccoons in there like they're moving around they're like they're fucking and then and then they're like crawling in the ceiling like the what do you call it the rafters or whatever they're, and they're, they're they're like it's freaky man it's like something out of like a horror movie where the person's neck turns back and they're crawling in the ceiling like yeah, these things are adorable yeah, it wasn't it a great it, I, I didn't like it so there's these two old dudes that are working with us they're brothers, right? They're like farmers as well, like livestock farmers. Well, the one guy gets corners this one raccoon and just fucking stabs him with his pitchfork. Oh. Right in his guts, right? The raccoon starts like screaming like a child. It sounds like a child screaming, like it really does sound like a like a human child screaming. And he's 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 uh, pushed it against the wall with his pitchfork and the thing's screaming at him and he's telling uh, the guy who bought the barn or whatever. Uh, get your gun and the guy's like okay he has to go down the stairs get into his truck drive to his farm get his gun all right they get back in the truck drive down the road Come get on. back up the whole time this fucking old farmer is just holding the raccoon going bah! 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 right Man. you listen to that for like fucking 20 minutes of screaming like that and then the guy just comes in with his gun, shoots it, and then they throw it off the second deck, and it lands on the like, cement pad, and the bottom just flop. Done. And I'm like, my, we finished unloading the hay or whatever, and my dad and I get in the truck. Not a fucking word spoken the whole <laughs> way home. We're both fucking traumatized. We're like, what the hell did we just go through? I don't know what that was, but it seemed wrong. Like, that was wrong, Those right? cute little things make such a terrible... Like, them rabbits. Rabbits are real bad if you're... If you're Killing them slow. The <laughs> Tig. That came out wrong. Every, uh, every time we have Tig on, last time he was like, I was stabbed three times. No fucking big deal. You ever murder a rabbit? You know, when you're seven, you're skinning <laughs> rabbits in your backyard because your neighbor's dog's telling you to do it. Yeah. One no. thing I noticed if you skin a rabbit too fast, My you dog can't get the blood curdling screams as well. <laughs> if you skin them slow. Yeah. Really has that. My dog caught that. one. He was tied up in the backyard, and he caught one while he was tied up on his lead. We were in town, Kitchener, and we are in a semi. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize. We are on our deck watching. Like, holy shit, he caught it. And, yeah, it just sounds like a baby dying. Yeah. As he's squeezing the life out of it. And then 
I go, I I make him drop it. He brings it to me, puts it down. The rabbit goes to move again because they're fakers. And then he grabs it right in front of the haunches, breaks its back, and it's dead now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Then we look back at the house, and the neighbors are on their deck (laughs) with their (laughs) seven-year-old daughter. (laughs) And they watch the whole thing, and the dad's like, you going to eat it? I was like, no, it's a city rabbit. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> do they get worms? I don't know. And the dog, I was like, I think they were immigrants, so they didn't give a shit. They just came from Romania, so that was. Yeah, fucking eat it, man. Yeah, well, like, otherwise, well, their seven-year-old daughter is what I was worried about. So, like, You're not going to eat give, her? Give her. <laughs> you know, uh... <laughs> no, I remember when I, my, I, I had a buddy of mine, Portuguese guy, and uh, when I was in high school, and he was parents were immigrants. He was a... F- Excuse me, Lori. Sorry about that. Real gassy today. I tried eating healthy. It was too, maybe too gassy. Anyways, um, so um, my sister, Lori, what was I talking about? Portuguese. 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 Yes, Portuguese what it was. people being Husky immigrant. Yes, Portuguese, immigrant right. Portuguese guy. So he was he he was like my like because when you're in like grade ten, um, I was an October kid, so I would have been like uh, my friends would get their licenses. But I would, uh, I had to wait till grade eleven to get my license, right? But if you had met a, if you had a Portuguese friend, they were a year older because when they came to the country, they didn't speak English, so they failed them. I come from the old country. When he came from the old country, right? So you always, if you had Portuguese friends in grade nine, you they would drive you places because they were, uh, they were older, right? So, anyways, uh, my buddy had a car, uh, and uh, he decided he was he was a good friend of mine, Tony. And Tony was going to take me and my brothers and sisters to the rec center in uh, Brantford, or like the Gretzky Center in Brantford for a swim, you know? Nice thing in the fall time or whatever. Take my my little brother and sister, they're just kids. Like Paul's like maybe like uh, 12, you know? Lisa's maybe 11 or 10. And we're going to go to the, rec, uh, to the Gretzky Center and go for a swim. And as we're driving there, he uh, in his little Renault Alliance, he runs over a rabbit, a big, huge jackrabbit, right? Runs over its head. And uh, he's like, I can't believe it. It's uh, such a good kill, he's going. Like, he was, like, really excited. He goes, I just ran over its head. Like, what is the luck of that, you know? Like, it was just, like, he was so happy. Nailed it. So in the in his trunk of his Renault Alliance was all my brothers and sisters swimming trunks and their bags, swim bags, you know? He pulls over and he's like, "This is the best thing ever." He's gonna put the dead rabbit in the trunk. That's why he was excited. The meat's still good. Yeah, it's awesome. He's gonna be able to get. His parents are gonna fucking <laughs> love it, kill. man, because it's a clean kill, man. The whole meat's good. Yeah. This is the best thing ever, and, and I'm like, "You're not gonna put the fucking dead rabbit in, in the trunk with my little sister. Like, you know, she's a kid, you know, and you're gonna and our swim trunks are in there, and I don't want a dead animal. And we're gonna. It's hot." We're going to the fucking pool. You're going to put it in the drive. Like, it's going to be hours in a hot trunk. You know, you can't just do that. Do you have a fridge for this? He was so mad at me, man. He's like, fucking good kill. You make me leave it there. Like, he was so mad. He was so angry with me. Righteous kill. I get it now because I'm so cheap now. If I had, like, if I killed free food, I'd be like, I'd think about it, you know? I regret not letting my dog at least eat that rabbit. We didn't do anything. We wouldn't have done anything with it. My cat killed a rabbit. It was awesome. It, it, but when a cat kills something, it's, like, fucking cool. When a dog kills something, it's like, uh, I don't know if I want to live next to this thing. You yeah. know what I mean? He had, yeah, he was, he was a... Charter's, mm. Charter's dog ate, like, a whole fucking family of baby rabbits. My dog a nest of uh, a rabbit nest one time. and I, yeah. All those do- dogs are adorable until they 
be dogs. <laughs> yeah, until they're dogs, yeah. Like, oh, right. Oh, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. I went out, I, I opened my garage door, and my dog's sitting there looking at me. And I'm like, something's fucking weird. This dog doesn't usually sit here. And I look down. They want to show off. And there's like a rabbit, a little baby bunny there. You. And it, you can see its heart still beating and stuff. And they the want you to know me. that they killed it. That's what that is. And I'm like, fuck, there's that nest of baby bunnies we've been watching. <laughs> and then I go out in the backyard and it's just like fucking massacre. There's baby bunnies everywhere. <laughs> you had been watching with the kids like since they were born. Yeah, you had been yeah we've been keeping an eye on the nest, right? <laughs> That's the best. Oh, my God. My <laughs> kids are so tormented. I found one little baby bunny that wasn't uh, dead, and I kind of hit it. The other ones weren't even dead. That was the worst part. They were all still you alive. You just maimed but, them? Yeah. yeah. Just so they do. They, like, half like kill them, and then they bring them up to you to yeah. show off, like, yeah. see what I can do? Yeah. And, then they'll, and then they'll kill them. Oh, oh exactly. Yeah. That's they'll what we'll, like, like kill with mine. He, he got them, brought them over to me. Just let me see it, and then kill <laughs> them. And now I will kill it. Yeah. I, I wake up every day almost with a new dead animal at my doorstep. Yeah. See, that, cats, for some reason, it's cute when cats do it. Because, like, oh, they bring it up to you. And it's uh, the, yeah. when you see a dog. It's like, I remember the first time my wife saw our dog lose his shit at a, somebody else's dog. Somebody had, like, a French bulldog or something like that. or it was I think it was a French bulldog or a Boston Terrier. And it was being a dick to him. And then it got between him and my wife at my buddy's place. We're all sitting around outside or whatever. And it got between him and my wife and then growled at him. And then my I've got a Malamute. He didn't wasn't taking that and just went at him and like it's a cute dog until the jowls come yeah. back and then he goes full cujo yeah. i mean the the french bulldog was doing the same thing but yeah like my my dog had the bulldog's head in his mouth like we had to kick him to, to kick yeah. him in the side of the head to get him like, you forget about all that cats don't typically do that when cats fight each other it's all paws and shit right. yeah but when my cat fights the neighborhood cats which he's uh he's uh fucked up my one neighbor's uh, cat uh, because I was I just I didn't mean to do it I was just kind of joking around I was like hey what's this cat doing here like go fuck him up you know and that and, and for it some, did it he did it yeah nice. I couldn't believe it and then uh, the cat kind of fucked off and then started circling back to come back again I'm like are you gonna take that he's coming right back at you and he went and fucking kicked his ass again and that cat has never been back that's that's mark's cat oh, i was gonna say i was over at sneakers today and uh, he was lipping off larry oh Le sneakers and larry are uh are, are rivals they're right and they look a lot alike yes and they will fight each other t uh they both and when they fight their tails get huge yeah. Their back it tails sta stands up on it's it. like so it's like really like a like a squirrel tail or something like really puffy you know and then they uh, get as big as they can, and they make noises that sound like fucking gross. Like you just want them to stop doing it. You know, yeah. it's just the worst thing to hear ever. But uh, they'll fucking it. They'll rip skin off the back and fur. Like uh, he took the fur off of sneakers the one time, and I had to call over to my neighbor and say, "I'm sorry, Derry uh, took a strip off of sneakers this morning. I saw it." <laughs> but he's a bit of a cock. To be honest, Sneakers is a bit of a cock. Like, he's got uh, a nice he, little garage over there. He's got a nice garage. It doesn't have to be in my fucking front flower bed. Spreading his I'll legs. tell you that. And uh, that's 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 Larry's. If he wants to kick your ass, I don't blame. I don't mind that at all. I'll take a dump right on uh, Greg's driveway. <laughs> right? If uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But if I, you know, that's how the cats do it. If they want to mark the territory, you. Next that. thing you know, it's you guys going at yeah, each I was other. Meat. <laughs> yeah. Quit shitting in my garden. <laughs> yeah, in the me, paper. You me and Greg going back to take a dump on each other's driveway. Ah, uh, he put this one on my front step. That cock. He thinks I don't know it was him. And then I start put out 
videos to tape Greg taking shits on my thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can't prove it's One him. of those Nest cameras. <laughs> That'd be a great rivalry to do. I hope that does happen. It, it could in time. Probably that it does. Uh, older and more senile, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We have time to fucking lose our shit. Yeah. Imagine the cop when one of your wives finally calls them. Can you come over here and settle this shit? <laughs> All right, well, what's happening? Yeah, the wives <laughs> would just be the back. Uh, you know what's going on? Yeah, the boys keep going at each other's store steps and shit on each other's doorsteps. I know, but they're cleaning it up, eh? You don't have to do nothing. No, no. I wish they would stop. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Greg ain't gonna stop. But he ain't gonna stop. <laughs> Going through beats like crazy <laughs> over here. Oh, I'm gonna just nice leaving, beat shit on his doorstep. Oh, doorstep. Yeah. Can you imagine? Nice coil. A nice shit war with a neighbor is something that it's like war. something you don't hope for anyone, but if you gotta get into it, might as well have fun with it. Nice shit war. Hey Charters, can you think of a couple of neighbors you wanna have a shit war with? <laughs> Definitely not. No? No. No neighbor you'd want to go take a shit on his doorstep and huh. just wait for to see what he's going to do. No. I'd be too scared of the repercussions. Hey, I tell you, my neighbors here in Pine Grove, best people I've ever known in my lifetime. I can't ask for better people to live around. I'm telling you the truth. They're great people, all of them. But if somebody wants to share a shit war with me, I'm going to fucking finish it. I'll tell you that. Can you shit that quick? No, but I, I'm not, it doesn't have to be fast. It's not about speed. It's about mass. Yeah, but like... I'm putting a mass on this fucking... A diabolical mass that I'm going to make up. Yeah. My diet is going to be ridiculous. You know if somebody's on your on your stoop, though. Yeah. Like no, a, I a don't. Cat, you, do, you don't? No, no, if someone's on my front doorstep, you have no I have idea? no fucking idea. I don't even use my front door. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't want to do the front doorstep anyway. You'd want to put it somewhere where they find it unexpectedly. <laughs> or you know, hot. like... Yeah, like oh. like like in the barbecue or something oh. like that. Some pole in the basement. Some pole in the basement around oh, here because we have dry, high and dry lots. Yeah. So you have to have that's a sump pole because it's code. But there's <laughs> never any water in there, so it's a useless hole in your basement that's just capped. It's empty and dry. You take a dry shit in that fucking thing. You're going to be looking around your house forever trying to find that thing. Next I'm just Christmas telling party, you, Pine Grove, check any of you samples. Pine Groveians, you want to start this thing? I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I like how I'm having a fight with people yeah. that have no problem with me. <laughs> you're, in, you're trying to Anyway, sorry, we have to end this show. Oh, man. Ty, get anything you want to plug? Uh, no. No? Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> it's summertime. It's I fucking comedy shows, sucks. But they're in nowhere this. close. Like I, I've got shows all over the place. Yeah, people listen to the show everywhere. Yeah? All right. Well, well, I say I have. I'm doing a show in Breslau on uh, July 6th. Breslau's oh, a made-up place. Breslau. Everyone knows Breslau. By the airport? Drink. Right by the airport? Yeah, Breslau? Yeah, I think I'm doing Down it, like, from the satellite the restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The only You're person welcome. here that recognizes Breslau. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the part Where's of Kitchener Breslau? that didn't want to be called Cambridge, basically. Down the road. Uh, oh, that's it's in the Tri-Cities area. Uh, so but, that's that's the sixth, and then the seventh, I'm in Peterborough with uh, with Jeff Leeson. Both of those shows. Yeah. Can you tell Jeff Leeson? Actually, when, no, can you tell Jeff Leeson something when you when you're with him? Yeah. What do you want me to tell him? Uh, when we were at the music festival, me and Charters, I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh boy. But the two, a nice day drunk. That's what happened. Yeah, we got a nice <laughs> day drunk, and I don't know how it came up, but I think when Jeff, I mentioned Jeff's show. And then these girls who met us and started, like, texting him. 
<laughs> and like yeah. uh, saying that his show's uh, inferior to our show <laughs> and stuff like that. Jeff, like what show? Like the, it was an old thing oh, on the, the internet oh, okay, with the yeah, Jeff yeah, Leeson yeah. show that yeah. was going to be Canada's late night talk show, and then. And then, uh, so those girls were like, uh, give up your dreams, you know, ah. like, uh, like, uh, Pete's already got it. And then, uh, um, then he's like, I haven't done that in a long time. And, uh, I wish the best for you and your friends, you know, like <laughs> he's, he's like, so nice. he was being super nice. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, and I didn't, uh, <laughs> and I didn't remember any of it. And then girls didn't remember any of it. And the next day she was like, I sent a message to some dude like named this. Does oh, this make sense shit. to you? And I'm like, That's oh, awesome. fuck. <laughs> Why I'll would you do that? I don't know the dude. I don't know the dude that well. Like I, I met him a few times, you know, when I was starting out in comedy. I don't know him at all. Like, oh, so up. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I apologize. Just tell my apologies. Oh, I'm not saying shit. I'm going to say that you're just, <laughs> so Pete fucking hates you. Yeah. I don't know you, did you get those messages? <laughs> Podcast wars. Yeah. <laughs> Those girls, I'm sure they would have done it unprovoked. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe got to burn my ass about Jeff. But yeah, like, see how it works out. Bre- yeah. So that's <laughs> the, yeah. I'll, I'll let them know. But yeah, Breslau, Breslau the sixth, Peterborough the seventh, uh, Oshawa the twentieth, and Bradford for a doubleheader on the twenty-first. We'll go with those. Oh, I love Bradford. Yeah, doing the uh, the Sinbin. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, Sinbin comedy up there. Oh, Greg Enright's show. Very good. Well, Ty, I like a, uh, thank you very much for coming in. I appreciate you well, thank always. Thank you for having me. A great listener and a great supporter of our show. And Stuart, uh, uh, you pop your cherry on the program. I hope Stuart. you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Please tell a friend, uh, share an episode, um, tell someone to uh, subscribe to our programs on either YouTube or Podbean or iTunes or whatever you, wherever you can find us. And until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. We did it.